Welcome to Live from Jax. Um, today I have a special guest with me, Sarah, and she's going to help me be your life guide to this gigantic landmass of a city, Jacksonville, Florida, aka River City, aka Bold City, <laughs> aka Duval, <laughs> aka 904. <laughs> Say hello, Sarah. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for coming and helping me out. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, young, well, networking groups in Jacksonville and what's out there and some of the good ones that um, you can get involved in, kind of help you navigate that whole situation because there's a lot of them. But they're kind of hard, sometimes hard to find. Mm -hmm. So Sarah is a professional <laughs> networker. <laughs> and she's going to help us out today. So um, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in networking. Yeah, so I am originally from the Boston area. And then I moved to Jacksonville to attend UNF years ago so I have been a graduate for a long time goodness like I, 10 years as I hate to think about how that's long crazy we graduated from college it's insane it's crazy and we're now just like getting our lives together it's it's really fascinating I think um, it's been amazingly super cool to see how much the city has grown and I think we have really moved in a giant step in the right direction of when people attend college here, they're not like, okay, what's next? Now let me move to Boston or to a bigger city somewhere. I think now people graduate and then they're already rooted here. They're already involved with volunteering and with groups and they know people and they have connections and they have a friend base. Um, so I think that's really exciting for the future of Jacksonville as far as retaining young professionals once they finish school here. So. I, on the other hand, moved back to Boston after <laughs> college, and I lasted about a year, and then I was like, mm, I'm cold, and this is just a totally different vibe from Jacksonville. I really miss Jacksonville, so I came back, and I've been back for probably like 12, 13 years, and um, it really is... It, it's it's incredible. I mean, UNF alone, the growth over there. Oh my god, I'm so um, jealous. I wish I could go I to it now. Than when we I went know. There. Yeah, like they get that nice, gorgeous library yeah. and all of that. I mean, we had like is there. Yeah, even. this I mean, 1970s library. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's it's really cool. I'm really pumped for UNF. But currently, I am uh, the Affinity Groups Manager for the United Way of Northeast Florida. Affinity Groups Manager meaning that I oversee a young professionals group, a women's group, and then we also have a, a multi-generational mentoring program for our young professionals. So um, before that, I was publicist for the Broadway series here. So that helped me learn a lot about our landmarks and our, our fun things to do and the fun things to show people when they're visiting in town from, you know, national tours all over the world. So, or not over national, over the country. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so that's kind of where I'm at now. I've, uh, my husband and I have purchased a home. We are rooted in Jacksonville. Uh, and, and it's exciting to kind of see the city develop and continue to grow. And you've always been a networker, so you always were dragging me to something <laughs> or another and trying to get me involved. I'm terrible at it. Um, yeah, and you know, it's interesting. When I 
originally moved to Jacksonville, I knew zero people. So I made friends at UNF by literally like seeing a girl in the hallway and asking if I could tag along to whatever <laughs> she was going to. Um, so I think that has been a real motivation for me to go to networking events. The people that you meet, some people you click with and are talking to them for like 20 minutes and you get their number and you're like, okay, I want to be friends with this person. And other times it's more professional and you're like, okay, that person could maybe open up some doors and we could mutually uh, help each other in whatever way. But one fascinating thing that I found with networking is it can be however you want it to be. So um, it can be super structured and kind of in your area of professional development. It can be volunteering and just talking to people and getting to know people in an environment where everybody's already in a good mood because they're working towards some common goal and doing some good for the community. Or uh, it can be LinkedIn or um, just you know email connections with people that your friends know. So it's really fascinating just all of the different ways that people can connect with each other on so many different levels and pockets of interest uh, through networking. So let's dive in and talk about what you think makes a good professional or um, networking organization. What are some of the things you, uh, if you're just showing up for the first time, you should sort of look for? So I, um, to take a step back to and kind of where I first started, when my very first networking group really was through Meetup. So it sounds like a dating site, so I, <laughs> I always feel so sketchy talking about it. But meetup.com is a great tool for people who are new to a city or who are just looking for other people who have the same interests. So my very first thing was the Jacksonville Volunteer Meetup, which still exists. And yeah, I, I also, yeah, it's awesome. Um, and then I also did like a restaurant meetup where I literally was just going with a group of people of all different ages and different backgrounds and we just went to different restaurants to kind of uh, check out the dining scene here because we have so many options. But then through that I also got involved with Impact Jacks, which is the Jacksonville Chamber of Commerce's Young Professionals Group. And after a year or two of being involved and sitting on committees, I became the social and cultural chair for Impact Jacks. And that was back in 2013, 14. Moving on up. Yeah, it was Hustling. fun. Well, that's it. So um, at the time, I was also doing kind of one-off volunteers, volunteer events with Riverside Arts Market and Canines for Warriors and uh, a few other organizations. But Impact Jacks, there was just something about the structure of it. So obviously, Jacksonville Chamber of Commerce or any city's Chamber of Commerce obviously is very professional to mm -hmm. get involved with and it's a great organization to connect with. But the people that I met through Impact Jacks, we all just kind of like became friends and we started seeing each other three, four times a month at different events. And the way that they were structured at the time, they had public policies so you could go and tour the new courthouse and uh, talk about, you know, differences between the parties. And then we also had a volunteer group and then the social and cultural group was the one I ever saw. So we uh, planned like a big social every month, which was fun. Even now, going to networking events, if because you know most of the time you're going by yourself mm -hmm. and that's one of my tips to always go by yourself because if you go with a coworker, you're just gonna like 
talk to your talk co-worker. to your coworker. Yeah, and absolutely. Have a few glasses of wine, and then before you and know, be like, you're this like, place oh, sucks. Nobody's people are leaving. What's happening? I didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's good to go by yourself, and good groups will make you feel welcome. They'll recognize if you're kind of like, like fish out of water, not really seeing anybody that you're immediately talking to. And so groups that just kind of make you feel welcome and start conversation. I mean, that's a, a that's a no good, brainer. Those are yeah. important because I've been to some where you show up and everyone's talking in their little groups, yeah. and there's nobody there to like welcome people and like integrate yeah. them into the new group. And then you're left there standing because you know you you don't want to be like rude and, yeah. and make a bad impression, but at the same time you're like, uh, you I'm here for you yeah. guys to be talking Hello. to me. Why aren't you talking to me? Am I in the right place? Yeah. <laughs> What's happening? So. Am I crashing somebody's party? Um, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I, same thing. I've been to events where it's just super clicky. So I go there and I like, <laughs> like join a conversation and just like join in on laughing at whatever they're <laughs> laughing about. And I'm like, yeah, I'm that creep who's moving my way into here because somebody's going to talk to me before I leave. Yeah. Um, so that is, that's a huge thing. I also, a little tip that I've learned is... Uh, a lot of networking groups use like Eventbrite or something where you can look at the RSVP list before you go. That's super helpful, especially if you're in you know a specific industry and you're looking to connect with people, maybe in higher positions or whatever the case is. Looking at RSVP lists is always uh, handy. And whenever I go now, I typically have like four or five people in mind that I really want to make it a point to meet and make sure that I connect with them. So it's kind of good to add some structure to your time there. Especially, um, and as as I'm getting older and my I can hear my dog calling me when I'm leaving the office, it's harder to drag yourself to a networking event sometimes when you're busy and social all day at work. But even if you just go for an hour and um, make those connections and kind of get what you need done and leave, mm-hmm. it's always worth it. Yeah. Um, and the, the people are... Are really cool and then you also get a cross mix of people so a networking event at the beach might have a totally different group of people than a networking event in Riverside versus in Mandarin mm-hmm. so it's cool to kind of spread around too um, even though to sometimes it's hard because everything yeah. is so far it is and traffic is terrible it is yeah but but yeah so I've I've had good experiences there but yeah also another little tip that I like to tell people because I have seen this go horribly wrong. I think it's the same thing that what Million Dollar Matchmaker Lady on Bravo says, <laughs> two drinks max. Yes. I mean, some people just beeline it for the bar, and maybe they're nervous, and so they're, like, yeah. drinking their drinks quicker, but really, like, pay attention. I don't even drink any. I just go, like, grab a coffee on the way to networking yeah. events now. Um, to I grab Red Bull. Just yeah, just like that little surge of energy, your second wind at 6 p.m. Yeah. And then you're like, midnight, why am I not asleep? Right, <laughs> so yeah. Like that, Red Bull. Creeping on LinkedIn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> request, request, request. <laughs> why are people denying me? Yeah, that's something like I want to make a bigger effort. I need to get out there. I need to be more social. Just being busy and working in weird parts of town has been hard, but... I think it's really important, you know, just being out there as a professional because you never know who can help you when and where. And Jacksonville's so big and diverse. Yeah. There's so much opportunity, but it's not always easy to see. Like, we've got this opportunity, we've got this diversity, but we haven't gotten great at how other cities have where it's like, 
it's so easy to find. It's so yeah. easy to locate it or become a part of it or, you know, it's either super far away or you have to sit in traffic and it gets, you know, discouraging or you didn't you don't know, like listening to the news or whatever, you don't get that information and I always pick up on it easily. So Right. Um, I think networking here really helps open your eyes to a lot of what's going on. I used to be involved with JCCI, um, Jacksonville Community Council, which was so kind of up my alley because it was nerdy (laughs) and really committed on getting, um, they had a young professionals group on how they could start conversations to make Jacksonville better and changes and then to be more inclusive um with all the areas of jacksonville and Mm -hmm. bring in you know what do we need to get people to move to the urban core and have those conversations and then um and have those speakers come and just be more informed and then on a bigger level jcci was is really was responsible for a lot of studies of the of how well um jacksonville was performing in certain areas or issues that we had like race Mm -hmm. relations or teen pregnancy and really bringing that to the forefront um and then also having like focus groups where people could talk about these issues and they'd go more in depth and now they're really they've kind of fallen apart once they're leader left i think he went into another community council in arizona oh yeah and so you know they were like really positioned like jack's 2025 like they had that big yes that okay. big yes. event yep where they wanted everybody anyone and everyone to come and talk in groups about what jackson they want jackson to be and what they thought what they think jackson needed to do to be successful yeah and become you know, more inclusive. But then he laughed and that vision just kind of like dissipated. It was a great idea. Uh, I knew some people involved in it. I participated in it. And it yeah. was really great to see so many people come out and talk about what they'd like to see. But so that group has kind of gone off. All those people that were involved in it, really great people went and got awesome jobs. Mm-hmm. And um, so I haven't really gone out there and like found a new one. But that was, it was nice because you can meet once a week and yeah. with your board and you like talked about things and really try to make change and you felt like you were doing something good. Yeah, absolutely. And meeting really interesting people that right. you could say, okay, like this person can help connect me here or there. So I, you know, I think like if you're with a professional group, like depending on what type of person you are, some people are like, let me just go in and like shake some hands and get some business cards right. and like you know, we'll see each other once a month at this networking thing, but it's, you know, good to know this person when I, you know, move on to my next career, my next career move. And other people really want to get ingrained and, like, make a difference and (laughs) put it on their resume and be like, I learned all these things. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things you can get from it. And it is funny, you know, some of the, if people have a hard goal at networking events, they make it pretty obvious. Yeah. You're like, hey, my name's Sarah, how are you? And they're like, good. I do this position at this position, and I'm like, oh, we're just starting a conversation. <laughs> oh, we're there. We're there already. We're there. We jumped right <laughs> to it. So, but it's cool. I mean, because yeah. that's what other people are there for too. So, um, it is just a, it's a fun game to navigate uh, the different types of networking. Yeah, that is my issue. Is really trying to go up and talk to people, like break through that barrier, which I think is a lot of people's 
um, stopping point is getting there and like getting past that hump of like introducing themselves and how do you do it? Like you should always have like a a 30 second elevator spiel about yourself. Yeah. Prepared and ready to go. But don't make it so salesy that it's annoying. So that's what I always tell myself in my head. Like go over in your head what you do and and make sure it's polished so that when you're talking to the person they really believe that you know what you're talking about and you right. can keep them engaged because right. I've done both where I completely fell flat on my face and people are like they're not even polite about it they're just <laughs> like um I'm gonna go over here now <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm always funny. like telling myself that 30 second spiel before I go go in yeah. there yeah we're gonna jump into talking about the different types of um, professional networks out there that you can get involved in depending on your interests and did you want to start the, like start that off we kind of do with um, business and community type yeah or, um, organizations and then we'll work our way into um, arts and culture and then professional development yeah so um, obviously the one nearest and dearest to my heart is the one that I oversee uh, with my job and that is a young professionals group called Atlantic Circle. That's with the United Way of Northeast Florida. And Atlantic Circle is, I mean, I am in that age range. So I consider myself to be, I mean, I am an Atlantic Circle member. Our members are like-minded, passionate people who just really want to see Jacksonville the best it can be. And we kind of call ourselves, you know, the future leaders of Jacksonville, uh, philanthropic leaders, community leaders. These are people who are spending their free time and their weekends volunteering and getting to know other people and really digging into, you know, what can we do to make this place better for ourselves, our children, our grandchildren, and just make it a city that we can all be proud of. Um, I and different groups have different time commitments. Atlantic Circle's time commitment to be a member actually is not crazy. I mean, I have a committee that I work with and I am very, very fortunate. We have our incoming chairs, uh, Nelson Green and Ashley Pratt. They're both really involved in the community in their own ways and they're just fun. I mean, I consider them both my friends now. I mean, they're just really, really great people. And we have a committee of about 10 to 12 people. We meet quarterly. And then we have two main social events and then three or four volunteer events over the course of the year. And our annual signature event is called Cocktails and Conversation. And that is essentially speed dating, but networking wise. So we have like 12 big round tables and then at each table we have a community leader so these are really you know high up people in our community who are doing lots of amazing things in all different capacities and so there's one at each table and then every 15 minutes they rotate around so it gives young professionals the opportunity to have you know visionary conversations about our city with these community leaders which is pretty exciting mm-hmm. um, so Atlantic Circle that is, I, I mean our, our main thing is really giving back to the community uh, financially and through volunteer projects. We do volunteer projects at each of, you know, we kind of rotate around our partner agencies that we have at United Way. So for example, uh, this past year in the fall, we did some beautification over at the full service school site at Fletcher. So that's our Beaches Resource Center. They had some you know, landscaping damage from Hurricane Matthew. It was a few weeks after that. So we went and kind of cleaned up all the trash and 
cleaned up the fence and did all kinds of uh, landscaping stuff. And then we also painted therapist rooms because our full service schools program through United Way offers mental health counseling and all these resources for the students who are going to Fletcher High and the kind of feeder schools around that. So it's a cool way to connect people with United Way's work in the community, obviously, but then we have fun too. So um, we'll do something similar. Not that that's not fun. That's fun (laughs) too. But um, like this year when we do volunteer projects, we'll probably do, you know, a a beach bar crawl or something after and just kind of add a little social element to it. And then another project we did last year was we threw a Valentine's Day party for the Soulsbacher Center. Oh, nice. So there were 52 kids there at the homeless shelter that weekend we went and we played cornhole and made, you know, Fruit Loop bracelets and did all kinds of things and uh, as a group. So, you know, you leave events like that and you just have this like powerful experience and now you get to share it with other young professionals. It's just, it's really, really, uh, it's been a wonderful year. I've been uh, in this position for a year and I'm looking forward to to the future and seeing kind of the impact that we can make on the community. How do people get involved with Atlantic Circle? Like, how can you get involved and yeah. what's the commitment and yeah. all of that? So we have um, two different main ways that people get involved. A lot of people work for an employer that has a United Way campaign. So, for example, you know, Publix employees and Florida Blue and Baptist Health. Those are some of our million dollar companies. So all of our all of the employees there have the option every year during the United Way campaign to enroll with Atlantic Circle. And Atlantic Circle is over the course of a year a five hundred dollar commitment and that goes to United Way's work. So that's helping us in the education, financial stability, basic needs and health focus areas that we focus on to improve the community. So if you're working with a company that donates over you know works with United Way regularly then you can have that membership in Atlantic Circle yeah and we have um, hundreds of corporate campaigns here so that's an easy option for people another way that people can do it if they don't feel like getting payroll deduction or you know doing it through their corporation then they have the option to uh, use our mobile platform and they can just make monthly payments through their credit card and it breaks out to $42 a month for the year is the $500 minimum. And again, that work is going into the community and doing a lot of good. And uh, I, when I think of $42, you know, it's significant for young professionals, um, but it really, there's a lot that we have in our community that we need to improve upon. And uh, financially, it's just such a huge help to kind of have that buy-in from Mm -hmm. the young professional group. But for people to get involved, we have our United Way of Northeast Florida website, which is unitedwaynefl.org, and there's a affinity group section. And I'll like something about this on Facebook so people can connect with me personally, (laughs) too. Um, And we have a United Way Atlantic Circle Facebook page as well. And we're always looking for new members. We currently have over 600 young professionals in the community, kind of part of this group, and Um, active in different ways so we are looking forward to getting even more and then we let's circle back for impact jacks the Mm -hmm. jacksonville chamber of commerce young professional group um their membership is about 600 i believe and they have you know the three groups that we talked about the three types of pillars with the community collaboration the arts and culture and then exploring jacksonville and then a a social event Mm -hmm. every month 
And I think that 600 is for the corporation, but individuals who want to do it. I, no, I think they have 600 members. I don't oh, know how much, how much does it cost to... It's $50 if your employer is a chamber member. Okay. And I think like 75 if they aren't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you can just show up to an event and just pay yep. the full price for the event. If you didn't want to like commit yeah. 100% and you want to check them out before you commit, you can go to their social events. Yeah. And um and pay I think it's like ten dollars five to ten dollars for a ticket and you can meet every you know those people and then see if that's a good fit for you which is something I did yeah. on several occasions and they were great though and I have to say Impact Jacks did a really good job of welcoming people in but yeah. um you can learn more about them just Google Impact Jacks and mm-hmm. it'll pop right up and you can sign up for an email newsletter from them as well to stay in the loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one. These pe- these people are really aggressive in their um, marketing, which you kind of have to think that a lot of the young professional groups are really super. I mean, I understand they're volunteering. And so they're not so super, you know, aggressive with their marketing strategies unless they have someone like you. Yeah. Kind of a paid employee that manages all of that. But um, network after work, we have a network after work chapter. Um that is an organization they probably set up kind of makes a business in a way but they have over 80 chapters across the u.s and they have one in jacksonville and currently they have 2800 members and that one i don't really i think you just pay for tickets so yeah if it's early bird you get ten dollars at the door you have to pay five dollars and they go to different locations around the um city and that's really for business networking. Like they're expecting people to come and introduce themselves and talk about the different things that they do. You know, have your business card type of thing. Um, but they're always they're hitting up the LinkedIn messaging mm-hmm. and like trying to. You're really trying to push it. I get emails from them. I've gone a couple of times. It's not it's not bad at all. It's it, I think it's worth the ten dollars. But just make sure once again you don't go. I made the mistake of going to a group of friends and not really like taking advantage <laughs> of the full time. So that and that's easy to find. Um, meet if you go to Meetup too. Mm-hmm. Like Meetup is exploding in Jacksonville now. It used to be hard to find a lot to do, mm-hmm. and now I feel like I go on there and there's if you want to go to cocktails with random strangers, there you go. There's everything. Everything it's is so there cool. now. And then there's an absolute new one starting, um, a Jack's Beach Networking Club. Now, the beach has never really had a ton. They don't have a ton of networking out here, so this is kind of exciting. This is strictly business-to-business networking. So if you're a local entrepreneur or business owner, um, you can go there, talk about what you do. They're expecting you to do that and share you know, who you are and what you do in this community, bring your business card, and that is free. You don't have to sign up for that at all. And I think their next event is August 16th at um, at the Southern Swells Brewing, which is a new brewery that opened up in Jack's Beach. So you get to try that out. And they're planning on doing meetings the third Wednesday of each month. So that's something if you're at the beaches area that you're looking to kind of get your name out there for a business or something that you're doing. I think that might be a at least check it out. You get mm-hmm. happy hour prices all night. Yeah. Remember, two drink minimum. Two drinks. Two drinks. Two drinks. I think Jack's Beach has a Rotaract uh, group out here, yes, too. Yes, they They're do. really sweet. Yeah. So, and the Rotaract, I think that's something everybody kind of, like, you always are going to have your Rotaract yeah. and all that in every city that you go to. Yeah. So, and they're always a good place to start as well. And then, do you have any more you want to talk about for the business and community section? 
Um, no, I think that's good. I mean, just kind of pointing out some of the other meetups, I, I went on there to kind of look at it, um, which we'll talk about the Jacksonville Theater Lovers mm-hmm. meetup group in a minute. But just when I was on there, I mean, literally environmental activists yes. and um, a women's march group and a preparedness group, a nutrition group, the Young Professionals group for the St. John's Riverkeeper. I mean, there's literally yeah. groups. Any interests that people have, it's such a cool place to start. Yeah, let's talk about that one for the Riverkeeper a little bit more. I pulled some info on that. The Rising Tides of St. John's River of the St. John's Riverkeeper, um, and that's another YP group that is dedicated to helping the community and the environment. So if those are some if the environment is something you really care about, the St. John's River is the probably yeah. the most precious resource we yeah. have here and. Um, the river keeper is so dedicated to making sure that we keep that resource alive and well. I mean, if a river had a life, they would, you know, which it is, supply so much life to this um, area of Florida that, you know, constantly fighting to make sure that nobody destroys it. You know, I know the port's coming in and it's, you know, they're kind of going back and forth, mm-hmm. but I think they'll find a resolution there. But this is a chance if you're very water-minded, environmental-minded, you can help support the River Keeper and the St. John's River. And there's a lot of um, river trips and volunteer projects that they get involved, you involved in. And I believe it's not, it's like $45 for an individual and $65 for a couple membership to the St. John's oh, cool. River Keeper. So it's not that bad. And then I think that you pay an extra 15 when you um, select the River Tides membership, so cool. for the YP, so that is something you can help to keep do to help keep our waters clean and healthy, and um, you know really do some good in the area. Mm-hmm. So we move on to our arts and culture um, section of the networking. So if you're not maybe so focused in business and um, you want to volunteer, but it's more in the art side because you're really passionate about the arts and culture. Um, there's some great things around here that you can do. There's the Contemporaries, which is with MOCA, which is our Museum of Contemporary Art, which all of our modern art comes to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to which I really enjoy that museum mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I believe the membership for that is $75. Uh, um, a year so you also get a membership through that to the museum so you can go see all of the new installations that come through and then help support it um, and basically their goal is to be for you to become a catalyst of the downtown Jacksonville social scene and you'll help organize culture events and activities to raise money and support the museum and help bring in those really amazing installations and programs that they have for the community so I think that is a really cool it really gets you in touch with the culture the culture scene here in jacksonville and i would say outside too when you're bringing in art installations and looking at artists across the you know the united states or in the world to come into jacksonville so Mm -hmm. that's one one that i wasn't really too aware that was here until i started researching networking um groups so uh, i think that's a worth a check out and then you are involved Mm -hmm. in another one (laughs) yeah so um in my previous position when i was with the broadway series i was the publicist and uh the group sales manager and i were chatting one day 
And we realized that a lot of people who didn't come to the national Broadway tours and the operas and the um, ballets was because they just couldn't get anybody to go with them. And, you know, that's no fun, especially with the national tour. A show only comes by every once in a, in a while. So we kind of identified the need to start a meetup group. So that meetup group is called the Jacksonville Theater Lovers Meetup Group. And for pretty much every major national tour of the Broadway shows, so we went as a group to Kinky Boots, and we'll probably go to Lion King, and they had one for Book of Mormon. It's really an awesome way to to connect with people who have your shared interest of theater, as well as get a discounted price on the on the ticket, because that's another reason why people don't go as well. Not only can they not get somebody <laughs> to go with them, but maybe they don't want to pay um, the full ticket price. So we as a group kind of sit in a discounted area, and we, have, we meet up half an hour before the show starts to kind of socialize. It's really, really cool. Um, as a military wife, there's a lot of people who come from the different bases. They hear about it, and they don't have any friends or family here necessarily, but maybe they've come from uh, a city with a huge theater scene, so they're excited. Not to mention how, the, how beautiful the Times Union Center is. Mm-hmm. If you have never been to an event there... I mean, it's just beautiful. It's right on the river, right by the Main Street Bridge, so it's nice and pretty lit up blue at night. Um, and it's just, I mean, live theater. There's nothing better than live theater. So really, really cool thing to go check out. And we started it in September of 2012, and now it is almost at 2,000 meetup members. That's so awesome. super, super cool. Obviously, the need is there. We do it for family shows. Um, girls night type shows so it's it's just a cool way to introduce people to the theater because obviously live theater sometimes is a hard sell to people who have never been Mm -hmm. to one so sometimes it's just that one instance of sitting in the seat and watching a live show and then you're kind of hooked and it's a fun new hobby yeah I don't think you know a lot of people just thinking about theater is a little bit intimidating or they're like oh it's going to be boring but I think theater is pretty awesome. And not only do, you know, they bring in national shows, but they bring in well-renowned authors and speakers. Yes. So if you're, you know, into, you know, Anthony Bourdain Mm -hmm. or, um, like, you know his name? We had Cesar Milan. Yeah. We had Jillian Michaels. We had um, David Sedaris. Yes. I mean, it's the FSCJ Artist Series does a great job at bringing national tours here yeah so so you're gonna yeah you're gonna get a taste of all of that yeah and some good seats and people to share it with yes and then another one that is kind of um you know established museum in jacksonville everyone knows about is the mosh Mm -hmm. but not everyone might know that they have a networking professional young professionals group so that's called the elements of mosh um, and that there's, they claim they're for the left brain young professional who, mm-hmm. who wants to help uh, support the museum and its aspiration to spark the desire to learn in the future generations of our uh, region. So you get to be involved in helping promote educational programs and um, installations in the museum and raise money for that. Um, through volunteer opportunities. So when you are a member, um, you get a lot of perks for being a member. So it definitely would be worth checking into that. Um, you get annual guest passes. You get half price off emissions on certain things. 
and you uh, percentage off of costs for the programs at Mo- at Mosh. And they do a lot of Mosh After Dark. They do Legos. Um, and they always have, don't they? They do a lot with their um, planetarium yeah. shows, light shows, and things like that. So it's definitely something if you're into that science, more of the science side of things, and you want to help bring educational programming to our young folks mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, a good um, organization to get involved in. And then we can't not talk about women's professional organizations. Yes. They are, I feel like they're, the force is strong with women on the First Coast. There's a good amount of those, and they're growing. Um, there was one I saw that I would like to go to. I don't know. They intimidate me a little bit, but I think it, <laughs> I think it would be cool. It's called the Women's Business Luncheon, and it's held the fourth Thursday of every month at Moxie, which is Ooh. very fancy. I know. Who doesn't like Moxie? Yeah. That's a, one of our premier dining um, loca- uh, restaurants in, in the First Coast, uh, Chef Tom Gray. I think he's been nominated for two James Beard Awards. Oh, nice. So, I believe it. And he's just opened another restaurant in San Marco called Town Hall. So yes, I'm yeah. going to check that out for sure. But So you're going to get a fine, great dining experience. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're really focused on that showcasing your product or service. So if you're looking to grow your small business or your personal brand or whatever you're, you know, if you're working for an agency, you know, you can, they are, they want you to go and talk about yourself and what you do and have a business card and give it out and introduce yourself to the group. And then they have a speaker. So usually a business leader from the Northeast Florida area. That's more of your thing, like hard, you know, nice luncheons, Mm -hmm. hanging out, you know, talking about drumming up some business for yourself, basically Mm -hmm. in a nice, environment and then learning something i think that would be a really great um opportunity i don't believe there's dues but i do believe you have to pay for your lunch so Mm -hmm. that's fair fair (laughs) (laughs) and then what ones do you have on your docket so in addition to overseeing atlantic circle united way of northeast florida's young professionals group we also have a women's group and it is uh both of the our groups are going into their 14th year so we've been around for a while Um, and are continuing to evolve it each year. The women's group in the past has been called Women in Local Leadership, or WILL for short. But this year, we're rebranding and relaunching as Women United, which makes me very excited because I just, I love that name. Um, And I think it'll, it's kind of a... It's powerful. Yeah, and it makes it a little more obvious as to it being United Way's uh, women's group. And again, we have... um, over, I believe over 700 members with women in local, wow, so I'm already doing it, Women United, I need to change my language. Um, So our members of Women United, like our young professionals, they are also like-minded women who just want to do everything they can to improve where we live, work, and play. So these are women who are leaders at their organizations and their groups of friends. Maybe they're uh, the soccer moms who organize everything going on with their family. But these women want to get involved. They're rolling up their sleeves. They're raising their hands to do some of these volunteer events, especially for early learning initiatives, and just doing some uh, some good for the community. And we drink wine. We drink a lot of wine, too. Let's, let's not forget the wine. If a women's group doesn't drink wine, <laughs> yeah. there's a problem. <laughs> but that's lots of fun. We'll be having our launch party coming up. 
In addition to Women United, there are also some other great women's groups here. Um, Melissa Ross with WJCT mm-hmm. just launched the Jacksonville chapter of She is Fierce, which is awesome. I totally want to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, the name's just, I mean, amazing. Yes. Um, and they have a speaker series and events. Their launch party also was at Moxie. So, I mean, oh, dang. I'm seeing a trend. Hot. You just Moxie's need to show great. up at Moxie and yeah. then you're going to fall into a networking group. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a great spot. Uh, we also have the Women's Giving Alliance here, and that's through the Community Foundation. Um, that's another great kind of leading women's group. And then anybody who has the opportunity to go to Gen W, so uh, Generation W, Generation Works, all of the Gen W kind of branding is through Donna Orinder and her team. The Gen W conference in March is phenomenal. I went for my first time this past year, it was at UNF's Fine Arts Center, and it's just a jam-packed, motivational, women speaker day um, with breakout sessions and all kinds of fun stuff, but a really uplifting kind of girl power type type event. That's really fun too. And they have other events throughout the year too, um, as far as volunteering and networking. Cool. I'm gonna have to start Googling variously when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's a good roundup of professional um, networking organizations in Jacksonville. We pretty much covered ev- like most areas there's a couple typical like we do have the typical ones here as well for professional development we have um you know your north florida prsa chapter Mm -hmm. if you're public relations um we have our you know graphic design aiga they're really great i like them a lot i was like slightly involved with them because someone i worked with a long time ago um, ask for some help on some things that they were working on and um, they do some cool events that are open to the public they have cool. a summer poster and mixtape show or summer poster show plus mixtape they hold that and so they challenge their members to create a poster like a whole poster based off of their favorite song and then they have a DJs that play the, all the songs of the posters oh, that they cool. create and then people have to go through and like mat- try to match the poster to the song and like and it's really cool. It's always in some cool downtown space. There's beer and it's a party. <laughs> it's a good it's a good time and tickets are minimal. They're always doing something. They also do um, they partner with a youth organization and they teach children how to build toys. So Aww. like during Christmas time. So that's a really they just do a lot of great stuff and they have a lot of great opportunities for if you're a designer and you're really trying to um, grow as a designer they have some really amazing people on their board that are are responsible for national wide campaigns yeah so I um, I always recommend that that's a good organization to get involved with if you're mm-hmm. creative then there's also the American Marketing Association in Jacksonville I don't really know too much about them but we do have a chapter here so if you're in the marketing world you know there's something there for you get your employer to pay that Mm -hmm. pay that membership fee and also we have jom which is the jacksonville online marketing uh i forget what the last m stands for anyways we'll just call them jom (laughs) (laughs) if you just google jom they'll come right up 
And uh, they're all about entrepreneurs and online marketers, and they're very big. They have uh, like 2,500 members, and they have speakers at their events, and they're going to talk about online marketing from, you know, social media ads, pay-per-click ads, how to do a campaign, how to do, you know, so even if you're not in the marketing world, but you're a small business owner, those are skills that you're going to need to attract people to your brick and mortar so they're Mm -hmm. free as well they have a lot of sponsors and then they usually have a speaker once a month as well and they meet on the second tuesday of every month from 6 to 8 30 so just go into meetup google them and it'll come right up but those are some of the more professional development sides which there's plenty out there so yes you can just google your heart's desire yeah and i wanted to add too um even as alumni associations, like mm-hmm. I know I am slowly getting better at going to the UNF alumni events. Uh, it used to be at Seven Bridges on the third Thursday. It's still on the third Thursday, but now they switch events um, or switch locations. So that's cool. And then I've also done random networking at running clubs. We have so many different running clubs here. Um, I don't know if Mellow Mushroom still has theirs, but Dahlia's Poor House and oh, yeah. um, World of Beer used to have a cool one. Your Pie, I think, has one. Like, just uh, to me, networking is best when you're just kind of adding networking to something you already enjoy doing. So whether it's running or going to Jags games and meeting up with the Bold City Brigade people or volunteering and just casually talking to people, I think you're more likely to go and more likely to have better conversation and get better connections when you're enjoying what you're doing. If you're like forced to be at a networking event because Mm -hmm. your boss told you to, not sure how much you'll get out of that. (laughs) But if you just really seek out what you're interested in, it's really possible that there's already an existing group. Yeah. And there's a lot of runners in this city. We have a lot of, you know, 5Ks going on everywhere. So that's a huge opportunity right there yeah to also look you know professional but you exercise yeah hey that's cool (laughs) (laughs) okay so now we've come to the part of our show where we like to talk about one thing we love about jacksonville right now and then one thing that's not so great about jacksonville right now but because we love a lot we talk about what we love first balances it all out the yin and yang of Jacksonville (laughs) so do you want to go first as our guest oh how can I pick just one I love so many things about Jacksonville I love I mean kind of to reiterate what I just said I love that there's and she moved from Boston (laughs) to live here which is saying a lot yeah they have everything there public transportation restaurants yes the seaside yeah it definitely I mean great but um I just think you can really get involved with anything so one thing that used to drive me crazy when I heard it still drives me crazy if I hear people say there's nothing to do in Jacksonville we're not a big city we're not you know Miami you know we need to be more like this to me, I think those are the people who just literally aren't trying to seek out anything mm-hmm. fun. I mean, there's glow yoga in different parks and on the beach. There's uh, running clubs. There's breweries where there's, you know, bus tours. There's Riverside Arts Market. Mm-hmm. There's dog parks. I mean, there's literally so much to do where you can connect with people and just um, kind of find your find your thing mm-hmm. that makes, you know, your off 
time from work more enjoyable and opening it up to meet uh, more people. I think um, with us being such a big city with nearly a million people, there's a lot of potential friends out there that you can meet um, and just by maybe trying something new. So. Yeah, go to a different place in Jacksonville. Yeah. Don't stay on your side of town. Explore yes. this city. Explore it. So yeah. if you're like, what is this Riverside or what is this Avondale people are talking about or what is this? Yeah. I mean, maybe not the West Side, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're hearing about these things. What is Mandarin? What is San Jose? Just get yeah. go and see. There's pretty awesome all the stuff around there we have so many breweries now in every point of town that you can just you know check them out on different days and see what um what they're all about and get a taste of that side of town so that's one thing i know i mean i basically went to school here my whole life as i've mentioned before and a lot for a very long time when you lived in certain areas you were like i'm not crossing the ditch or I'm not going to that side of town. It's a nightmare. I don't care about anything else but the place that I am. And you're starting to see a complete change in the thinking of people in Jacksonville. They're more Mm -hmm. open to going, let's see what downtown Jacksonville has to offer or let's support that new sports team coming Mm -hmm. in, even though it's like the third time around that they brought in that sports team or Mm -hmm. you know there's a little bit more of okay I'm willing to go over the intercoastal and see what else is out there or I'm willing to come to the beaches and see what's out there so that I think I'm starting to feel that more and more so that's really exciting yeah so my one thing that I really love about Jacksonville right now is that I saw on the um, Instagrams over this week <laughs> that um, Community Lowe's, which is an amazing bakery on Edgewood Avenue in Murray Hill, um, owner Meredith Corey Dish is getting a James Beard Foundation nomination. Oh. Um, and if you're not in the food world, James Beard is like the end all be all for chefs and food artisans and bakers. Um, that award means a lot mm-hmm. if you get it. If you're nominated, it means a lot. That means people from across the country are going to come check you out because you had a James Beard nod. And so I just think that oh, the more chefs that we get that have these um, nominations, the better of a tourist attraction, a better just more strength in our food community. is. Mm-hmm. is so that's really exciting for me. And the cool thing about... Um, Corey Dish, is she graduated from the same high school I did. Oh, cool. Later, later in life than me, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about that. Um, she went to Fletcher, she's a Fletcher graduate, um, and then she traveled extensively in England for um, like five or six months to really like doing internships to become a really great baker. And so I think it all paid off for her, and that's really awesome for her and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And then I'll kind of dive in to um, the one thing that sometimes is a little frustrating about Jacksonville. And I think the more we grow, though, and the more people are, you know, wanting to make this community more vibrant, it'll happen. But things, everything you go to here that we talk about is going to cost you some money. And I think one really big, great thing that, Um, when you go to like New York City or some of these bigger places 
there's a lot of free stuff to do because people are really trying to like hone their art or their skill or like get out there and really make a name for themselves. Like if you can't afford go afford to go to Broadway in New York, you can find some off Broadway show that maybe costs five bucks, if that. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I mean, Mindy like Mindy from the Mindy Project. That's how yeah. she got her start, and she had a free show somewhere way off Broadway about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That (laughs) was pretty awesome. That, you know, she wasn't charging people to come into. Someone from the New York Times saw, and it just, like, elevated her career. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to see some more of that type of thing happening. Like, comedy, you know, you go to that comedy club and you can see people, like, really hone their skills, and it's it's not going to cost you an arm and leg to go have, like, a quirky, fun time. And so... I feel like that's when we'll know that we're like super made it when you can say, all right, I can, I don't have to have a ton of money to um, have a good time in the city. Mm-hmm. But, but I think we'll get there and we're not the most expensive city in the world. We definitely have, we're affordable. A lot of people are amazed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's just something I would challenge us to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mine um, is... I have two. Hold on. Let me pick one. (laughs) So, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like for people who don't drink a lot and who are looking for something to do on a Friday or Saturday night, like at a coffee house or something, it doesn't seem like there are many options for people. Like, it doesn't seem like there are too many mom and pop coffee shops. I know that sounds dumb, but a few weeks ago I was in another city and we stumbled across some place and they had board games and um, they also served wine at night, but they it was just a cool coffee vibe. I think that would be awesome if we had more of those. We do have some, but I get your point on that because they're like all in Riverside. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, vag- I think it's Vagabond Coffee. Yeah. And... Well, we do have a bold bean out here at the beach. Yeah. But they just came out here. Yeah. Like a year, year and a half ago. But even more of a social, yeah. like, this be a destination for people who don't want to get, you know, Tamer. wasted every... Yeah. Like, me, I can't drink anymore if I want to be at all productive the next day. So I'm trying yeah. to find more social things to do on Friday, Saturday nights. Um, yeah. So it's like there. I just find a little bit of a hole with that, but maybe there are. You know, maybe I just have to drive. A little but you bit just further. have to drive <laughs> Riverside yeah. and find them, which I think would be great if we could start spreading more of that. Yeah. Like less strip mall feel, yes. and more like independent, cool buildings. Yeah, eclectic. Like yeah. when you when you feel like you're in. Uh, a different space and just this big strip mall because strip yeah. malls aren't as inviting and I do feel like Florida is kind of like the strip mall capital of USA <laughs> <laughs> especially when you go south yeah Florida yeah you're right. um, but it would be great to see more just like standalone buildings which is happening at the beach they're building these really cool t- small buildings with houses like two or three businesses. Oh, cool. And they're, you know, the design, the architect is nice and it flows with the city. It adds to the scenery. And I think that would be great to see pop up on Southside or Mandarin yes. or, you know, places like that. And then you can feel more inviting to go into them as if it's yeah. a coffee shop or like, a, you know, Havana Jacks, which is like Cuban food and yeah. dancing. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to drink to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, Jacksonville does like to drink. 
<laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but like for us older millennials or Xennials, I think Xennials, you know, we can't we can't be thrown in the back. Yeah, we can't hang anymore. I need something else. All right, those are some great points that um, you brought up there. I never really, you know, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, these strip malls. Like, and then I didn't, you know, I just realized everything is a strip mall sometimes <laughs> between the beaches and downtown, and that needs to change. All right, so here comes the, the weirdest, probably more awkward part of the podcast, and that's when we read and discuss May- Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry's tweets. Letty Curry is probably one of the younger mayors we've had. I don't know how old um, Mayor Brown was, but mm-hmm. Lenny seems pretty young and pretty cool. Like, I feel yeah. like he'd be okay with us being like, what's up, Lenny? Yeah. He's a skateboarder. He listens to Jay-Z. Oh, nice. I know. And he has, like, pet lizards for his kids and just brought <laughs> home a rabbit. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Will, he's been tweeting up a storm right now so i'll go back 18 18 hours today and he goes actions speak louder than words we are taking action in jacks and when we talk about it it is real is is <laughs> all caps Cap. i got <laughs> He's that shouting is at you um which got 12 likes and one retweet He's very motivated. And then eight hours ago, he tweeted, Good Sunday morning. <laughs> Have an intentional day. Ooh, Ooh. what does that mean? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> that got 13 likes and three retweets. Oh. Lenny Curry, you're killing it today. <laughs> and then the last piece of, oh, he's got like two more pieces of inspiration. If you guys need like business inspiration or life inspiration, Lenny's got the quotes for you. Here's another one. Winning does not satisfy. Sure, it feels good for a moment, but then you focus on what's next. Losing, on the other hand, sticks with you, gnaws at you. That was 140 characters or less? Yeah, well, he did. (laughs) He has some abbreviations. (laughs) Cool. His last tweet today was, have a plan, do the hard work, focus on on results, avoid the loss, get the win, repeat that was motivational just a lot especially for a Sunday night yeah (laughs) so just a lot of inspiration coming out of the mayor today so that wraps up our third episode of Live from Jack's I really feel like this is probably one of the more solid episodes we're getting (laughs) over (laughs) the nervousness hump and the um hump and the you say that to all your guests. Yeah. <laughs> Clicking the pen, um, my problems. Really, it's all my problems. <laughs> Getting, backing off the mic, as my sound person keeps telling me. <laughs> Getting better at that. Um, so, we will leave you with that. And just a quick reminder that next Wednesday's podcast is all going to be about the neighborhoods of Jacksonville. And we'll debunk some of the mysteries that you might have of what the hell people are talking about (laughs) when they say they're from this side of town and where is that and all that good stuff so thank you for listening as always and if you like us please please follow us on twitter instagram or facebook at live from jacks you know social media is like the most important thing right now 
And we're also on iTunes now, so you can listen to all these episodes on iTunes. You just have to search for Live from Jax in the um, iTunes store. And we're also on SoundCloud as well. So take some time to listen to us and rate us on iTunes because that's also life, apparently, (laughs) for podcasts. Thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your week.